0: Yeah, what's going on, man? It's me, Dom Sharp. I'm the host of the This is Why You Should podcast, the home of Potty Mouse, and the fastest growing podcast in the history of podcasts. Don't Google that, because it's a fact, though. And I want to say a few words about Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard, Anchor is the easy way to make a podcast. Let me explain to you real fast. Number one, it's free. And Anchor allows you to add and record your podcast right for your phone and laptop. Anchor will also distribute your podcast so it can be heard on the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more places. You can make money off your podcast with no minimum listenership, so if you got 10 listeners, 20 listeners, 30 listeners, 40 listeners, 50 listeners, Don't no matter how many fucking listeners you got, you can make money off your podcast, no problem, it's everything you ever going to need to make a podcast, all in one place, so here's what I need you to do. I need you to go to your Google Play Store or your App Store and download the Anchor app today. Now, if you ain't got a phone or you ain't got a fucking tablet, you got a laptop, because how else would you be listening to this right now? I need you to go on your laptop and go to anchor.fm and create your podcast today. It's the easy way to make a podcast. I'm telling you, I did it, so so can you. Let's get it done. Hey, before we get to the bullshit, Quick reminder follow us on Instagram at Listen to This Why You Shit. Follow us on Twitter at Listen and Shit. And if you have the time, go over to our Apple Podcast page and give us a rating and review, whether you love the podcast or you hate the podcast. Tell us why you hate or love it. Thanks for listening. Let's get to the bullshit. Okay. Welcome back to another episode of the Listen to This White Shit Podcast, i Home of Potty Mouse, the fastest growing podcast in the history of podcasts. You're not Google that. That is a fact, though. Who are you going to believe, me or Google? Once again, it's me, your host, I'm Sharp. I'm back again with some more content to knock you over the fucking head with. Uh, this week, um, I'm going to come right out and say this week has been like a very difficult week for me, for, for the whole country. For the whole country, it's been very difficult with the tragic murdering let's get be clear it's a murdering of Gregory Floyd in uh Minneapolis this this week and the 8-minute long video that we that most of us watched and sat through with that being like a big topic of pop culture this past week it hasn't been a lot of light moments for me and As it shouldn't be, though. Like, it's a serious thing for all of us. So, let's start out by saying, rest in peace to Greg Floyd. Um, And I hope his family is doing well. And I hope they can get through this trying time. But, after Greg Floyd's passing, in the following days, there was a multitude of... uh, of riots, riots and protests across the country, inside the city of Minneapolis, inside the city of Atlanta, And the city of Houston, in the city of Philadelphia, my hometown, there's been many of riots and protests, and um, this podcast is very hard for me to do, because i I'm be honest, I really didn't want to talk about this subject, I really wanted to stay away from it. Not because I was scared to talk about it, but for a few reasons I want to stay away from it. Number one, I want to stay away from it because this isn't a political podcast. This is an election year inside the inside the state, the country of the United States, and I won't be talking about anything that has to do with the election, whether it be uh, campaign strategies, to tweets or whatever statements from either sides. I won't even be talking about debates. The only way, only way I'll talk about any of these things if I find something that either side said extremely funny. And that brings me to number two. I like to consider this podcast a comedy podcast. And I, I like to say to myself, when I talk into this microphone and this platform and this medium, a comedian. So... I don't, granted, I have some serious episodes. I have had episodes where I've been very serious and talked about serious topics. But most of those topics that I, that, I, that I deem to be serious was things that were serious to me. Things that happened in my life that I consider serious. So I understand that everything isn't a joke. But for most things, I like to keep things very light. And there has been a multiple, there, there's been a, a plethora of serious topics that I've decided to stay away from. I haven't even sniffed on this podcast. And I think the reason I did that is because as a young comedian, all of us have one thing. And that one thing all of us has is the element of surprise. The element of, I don't know which way you're going to go with this joke. I could go this way, I could go that way, I could go up, I could go down. And I think that's why Dave Chappelle is one of the greatest comedians of all time. Because when he tells a joke, you never know which way he's going to go. All your favorite comedians, when you think about them, you never know which way they're going to go on the comedy spectrum, whether it be this way or that Whatever way, whatever way you want to put it, you don't you never know which way they're going to swing. So I didn't want to lose that. I didn't want to lose that. That the idea of you don't know which way I'm going to go on this punchline. And number three reason I didn't want to talk about it is because I sincerely didn't think I had something new to add to the conversation. I sincerely thought that I didn't have a worthwhile commentary to add to the discussion. I thought that I was just get on here and just regurgitate talking points that I've seen other people make. Regurgitate talking points I've seen on the timeline. And to be honest, I'm still going to do that. I don't think that I'm smart enough to speak on a situation on such a public platform like my podcast. Like I've spoken to spoken about it with my friends, with Keisha. I spoke I've spoken about it with many people in my personal life, but never openly on this podcast. But as a black man, I cannot stay silent. I can't stay silent. So no, this isn't a political podcast, and no, I don't want to talk about it, but this is my duty to talk about it. So first of all, let me stop by saying this. This isn't a Republican versus Democrat issue. This isn't a left versus right issue. This isn't a black or white issue. This is a right versus wrong issue. Yes, historically speaking, black people, specifically black men, have been hunted down and murdered by the police. But this is America. And in this country, A, injustice for one is an injustice for all so if you're a gun total republican and you don't take issue with this let me tell you why you should take issue with this you believe in the fight for our constitutional rights gregory floyd was not given any of his rights he was not given the opportunity to breathe. He was not given the right to breathe. He was not given the right to live. He was not given the right to due process or a fair trial because the police officer became a judge, jury, and executioner that fatal day. Why should that upset you? It's simple. Simple reason why it should upset you. Because you hate the idea of the police state. But we have actual proof of the police state existing and you go radio silent. You will stand outside of abortion clinics and chanting all lives matter. But when a black life is lost in the street, when a black life is murdered, took away from a black man in the streets from a, from a police officer, you have nothing to say. If you truly believe that all lives matter, this Greg Floyd situation should piss you off more than anybody. I shouldn't say more than anybody, but it should piss you off Rightfully so. And now I want to talk about what's been going on after the Floyd situation. I want to talk about the protests. I understand that there are some people out there who is using this movement as a chance to do bad. And that's understandable. But no matter how you try to spin this, this happens because of Greg Floyd. No matter how the media tries to spin this and say, oh, this happened because of this, this happened because of that. The only reason any of these protests are happening, the only reason any of the looting and rioting is happening is because Greg Floyd was murdered. There's a straight through line. There was no there was no looting. There was no rioting. There was no protesting until Greg Floyd was murdered in Minneapolis. And to be fair. This protest. Is the most American protest in the history of American protest. America is the land of opportunity. Opportunists see a chance and they're gonna take it. They see a chance to get, take what America is built on to take and they taken. So how can you be mad? You cannot tell anybody how to grieve. You cannot tell somebody how to deal with such a great tragedy, especially when we tried it the other way. We have tried to beat the peaceful protest. We tried in the past and what have gotten us. One of our biggest demonstrators of a peaceful protest lost his job. Colin Kaepernick, all he did was take a knee on the NFL sidelines during a song, and he was crucified for it. Them crackers threw everything in a fucking book at him. Every excuse is disrespectful to the flag. Oh my God, it's such a distraction. Oh my God, sports and politics doesn't mix everything. Everything in the book they threw at him to get that man to lose his job. He lost his job and has not received a fear chance since. When I can name five or six quarterbacks in the league right now that Kyle Kaepernick is better than. So which one is it? Well, when when we peaceful protest, no one hears us. When we come a little less peaceful, you you tell us we're wrong and it's and it's not the way and, and, and it's not the right way to handle things. You can't have it both ways. Don't get me wrong. What's happening in my city? The city of Philadelphia? What happened today in this city was happening in the past two days in this city. I'm recording this. I don't have my phone on me, but I believe the date is March May 31st, 2020. What's happening in this city? Happened in this city the last two days. Disgusting. But I don't blame these kids. Number one, I got I got a f- I got a few things on this. Number one, these kids have no leaders. There's nobody leading the pack. There's no guidance. There's nobody there's nobody to tell them no not here. No, don't do this here. Go there. Well what when 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 we rated Apple, fuck Apple. Raid the Apple store. When we rated HM, fuck HM. They'll be okay. When we rated Foot Locker, fuck Foot Locker. Take that shit. The only problem is once we start going into our neighborhoods. There's a riot on 52nd Street. 52nd Street is a predominantly black neighborhood with black families. That's our community. Our community may not recover from this. Apple's going to recover. Footlocker's going to recover. h H&M is going to recover. But is the small mama pop shop on 52nd Street going to recover? I don't know. Are they? That's a hard question to ask. But the undecided to that is these riots... We're going to happen eventually. Let me tell you something. When this corona shit first went down. When this shit first went down. My chef, Chef Ronnie. He told me something. He said, Dom, stay in the house. Don't go outside because shit make get crazy. I was like, what you mean? He was like, people are about to be out of work for presumably a long time. When people don't have money, people get desperate. Rioting and looting is going to start. So this whole time, I felt like rioting and looting was looting was going to happen eventually. These people just seen the opportunity to finally go do it. These people are out of work. For, these people have, have been living paycheck to paycheck their whole lives. And now that paycheck they, that they've been living off of is not coming in. The president of, of this country gave us one stimulus for $1,200. And told us, yo, you, you can either feed yourself or pay your bills. A lot of us said fuck them bills. I'ma feed my family. A lot of us didn't get a stimulus. Some of us can't. Some of us can't. Some of us aren't collecting unemployment. So I'm not mad at these kids for looting. I'm not the, like. Granted, some of them are are opportunists. Some of some of them are opportunists. But this country is built on opportunists. The colonizers that came and took New York City traded fucking beads and necklaces for New York. Because the, because the Native Americans that, that had this land before us thought that you can't own land. So they said, yeah, we trade you these beads and necklaces for the land. You can't fucking own land. These guys are stupid. And those colonizers saw an opportunity to make some fucking money and they did it. That's what the country's built on. The Boston Tea Party is nothing but Looting and that is revered the civil war was nothing but glorified looting for years by angry white men but that's not a problem it's the same situation people are fed up people are tired people don't have money and when those tensions rise shit like this happens it was bound to happen one day or another it was bound to happen one day or another some people are using, now, my only, my only problem here is that people are using the hashtag Black Lives Matter, the movement Black Lives Matter, as a guise to loot. Don't do that. If you want those people who are looting for the sake of looting, but you're saying you're doing it under the guise of Black Lives Matter, don't do that. I'm going to be real with y'all. To all my fellow black people out there, if we, if we just say, yo, once a month we're going to loot, let's do it. I'm here. I want to steal some shit, too. If we just say once a month we stealing shit. Let's fucking do it. They can't stop all of us. That's the reality of the situation. They cannot stop all of us. Some of us going to go to jail. Some of us going to have to bite the bullet and go to jail. But they can't stop all of us. All of us aren't going to jail. Let's loot. If we're going to do that just do it. But don't say we're doing it in the name of of a man who lost his life. Because that's not right. That's not right. Because now you're tasting his legacy. Something that started in Minneapolis has now turned into something different. But before I finish on this topic, I want to say that the thing that we should really take from these protests, right, the image that should be burned in our heads from this protest is the image of the third precinct in Minneapolis in Minneapolis going up in flames that image should be burned in our heads because for decades now little black men and little black women grew up and became adults and they joined the police force with the idea of I'm going to change it from the inside that's what they joined for they tell us you fix the system from within the system but obviously the system is still broken we got black governors, black mayors, black black police chiefs, black officers. All of these people from our neighborhoods are now inside the system. And the system is still fucked up. So obviously fixing the system from within isn't working. So know what we going to do? We going to burn the system to the fucking ground. Burn it all down. So the image of that third precinct in Min- the, the image of the third precinct inside Minneapolis of that building going up in flames. The video of it. Of it falling and collapsing. Is what should be burned into every American's minds. Either we fix this shit. Or this shit goes up in flames. <sighs> I'll be real with y'all. I really did not want to talk about that. I, I, I thought tooth and nail with myself all week like yo do i talk about it is it something that i did that am i smart enough to talk about it do i have something to add to this conversation or will i just be repeating like or what or, 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 or like, like i said before would i just be re- repeating talking points that people already said on the timeline so i really fought with myself that idea of like what should i do and i talked to keisha and it came down to the idea of like I can't talk into a microphone every week and say that I wanna be that I wanna do this for a living, that I wanna make money off this shit and avoid difficult subjects like this. Even though that my thing is I wanna be a comedian, this is this is a comedy podcast, even though that's what I want. I gotta I gotta j I gotta attack serious shit sometimes. Sometimes serious shit is gonna happen and you gotta talk about it. So that was my That's what I had to do. Usually when like I like I, I I talk about something serious, I've done that before. I think I I, I actually don't think I put the episode out, but I've have done this but in fast before. And usually I'll come in and, like play a silly song like Peanut Butter Jelly Time or something like that, just to like change the mood because it's real heavy right now. But my broadcaster Pro is broken. I haven't sent it back yet, but I will be sending it back soon. So I'll have all my drops and shit. Now I'm recording this right into Adobe Audition with this twenty five dollar fucking USB mic I bought off Amazon. And I got a new arm, though I got an arm, so that's pretty cool for people who are watching. So, it's it's I won't be able to like transition smoothly, but this week I really thought about something. This is what I've really been pondering all week. I I, I like I, if you guys listen last week's episode, I have, I'm changing the format of the podcast. The po- the po- the format of this podcast is changing. I am now scripting this shit out. It's not like a. It's not going to be like a true crime scripted type of podcast where every single every single word I say is right from a script. I will be freestyling a little bit, but this is more so. I don't. It's less dead ear. It's more like concise and to the point entertainment. A better a better listening shift for you. So this week, what I've been what I scripted out this week earlier this week. Why we should remake the Avatar Last Emperor. Now, this is something I, I care a lot about. But with the Avatar being the most popular it's been in a decade, I think now's the time to try to remake the movie. Now's the time to try to remake the live action movie. As ever since Netflix has dropped the complete series, Aang and the Gang has been introduced to an entirely new group of people. And I'm not mad at any of you new viewers. Some people are some people at the time are like, ah, oh, you guys wasn't there when I was you guys wasn't watching it back in the day, ah, oh, la la. Whatever. I'm not gonna be one of those. Actually warns my my 12-year-old heart that something I hold to be one of the greatest shows in the history of animation is finally getting recognition. It rightfully deserves. This is a show that aired its first episode 15 years ago on the same channel that houses shows like SpongeBob SquarePants, Fanboy Chum Chum, and a fairly odd parent. Has grown ass adults. At this big age. Making memes. And talking about it. Bench watching it. And I think that's a testament to the world building. Character driven stories. And the themes that the avatar is built on. Creator, Ma- C- Creators Michael Dante DiMartino. And Brian Canizico. Because they easily created a typical hero journey story. With one no characters. And sold hundreds of thousands of toys. But they didn't. They gave us a show with heart, with with they wrote characters that were rich, intriguing, and engaging. And proof of this, you have to look no for. And, and for proof of this, you have to look no farther than Prince Zuko himself. Prince Zuko's story is one of redemption of honor. His character arcs has him start off as a teenage boy who's banished from his home, seen as a disgrace to the rest of his family and his country. Sent on a possible mission of capturing the avatar a person man woman because that's how we don't know who hasn't been seen in a hundred years He just a boy living another man's dream He's living for someone else and he does that until he decides not to and live for himself And he made the decision. when he decided to say I'm not gonna hunt the avatar. I'm gonna help the avatar The avatar aired on the kiss channel, but stories like that resonate with people of all ages. So when 12 year old me heard they were making a live action version of this movie. So when 12 year, so when 12 year old me heard they were making a, a live action version of this show. I had to see it. I had to fucking see it. For weeks. And weeks. And weeks leading up to release. I begged my mom to take me to see this movie. For fucking weeks I begged her. And finally. On June 30th. 2010. The first day of the movies worldwide release. I walked in the 40th Street Movie Theater, a perky, happy son of a bitch, ready to watch all my favorite characters on the silver screen. And I walked out of that movie theater, a jaded son of a bitch, because I just watched all of my favorite characters be slaughtered. They were murdered. M. Night Shyamalan showed a complete utter and disrespect for what the character is and was not only does he ruin names and fuck up lore for somebody like me who actually loves the who loves the show, can't it makes it unwatchable? But he just makes a bad fucking movie. So people who haven't seen the show can't even get into the lore because the movie is fucking terrible. The movie's budget was hundred and fifty million dollars, one hundred and fifty million dollars, which is the average for a feature film. But all that money couldn't go for a better editing team, maybe some better actors, I don't know, maybe better set design, prop design, maybe any of things could have been better. But before I get to that, let's talk about the obvious. This movie was whitewashed. It's a whitewashed movie. And to make it worse, the main cast of Aang, Sokka, and Katara were white, but Bad guys, the Fire Nation, who are who are objectively the bad guys in the show and the movie, are all played by brown people. M Night Shamalama Dong Dong, is a brown person. Not only this is a bad idea based off the stereotypes of brown people, but it's also just fucking racist and incorrect. The Fire Nation is clearly based off Japanese. That. that the Fire Nation is clearly based on Japanese culture. You can tell by their architecture in the show. The top knot, the men wear. And their importance. And in the, in the, in, in the amount importance they put into honor. The one minority group. That he uses in the movie. He uses as bad guys. Not only as bad guys. But they represent the wrong people. The casting is terrible. Besides, for the actor who plays Prince Zuko, who was Death Patel, who was coming off Slumdog Millionaire, M- M- let me start that sentence over, because I stumbled on that fucking sentence. That was bad. The casting, the casting in this movie is horrible. Besides, for the actor who plays Prince Zuko, who was Death Patel, who was coming off Slumdog Millionaire at the time, it's terrible, and like. Death Patel did the best with what he could. He did the absolute best he could with the piece of shit script he was given. But even then, his character design is 100% off. Prince Zuko has a giant scar on his eye. He received this scar in a Agni Kai. A Agni Kai is a fight between firebenders to the death. He re- he had to fight. Prince Zuko had to fight his his father. Uh, Firelord Firelord Ozai. Firelord Ozai. Yeah, he he Prince Zuko had, Prince Zuko had to fight his father Firelord Ozai and Agni Kai because he spoke up in a meeting one time, and the father his father saw it as disrespectful, and and instead of killing Prince Zuko, he permanently scarred him. So that scar represents his biggest failure in life, disappointing his father. That scar represents every his loss of honor what he needs to be back in the good graces of not only his father but his country so when you don't put the scar visible just in the movie the scar is barely visible it's like a little like stretch lines or something like that it's not red. it's not dark it's a bitch-ass scar when you do that shit you just you totally disrespect the character of prince zuko The actor who plays Aang is not an actor. No Ringer, who is who is an adult now, he, he was a child, he was he was a child at the time, but Noel Ringer was only chosen because he had a taekwondo background background. That's dumb. His lack of acting ability honestly kills scenes. He's he overacts a lot. He's very animated, but not in a good way with his body. He he's very expressive of words, but not in a good way. Noah Ringer kills scenes. And here's my thing. We've seen great children actors inside M. Night Shyamalan movies before. We've seen it. I see dead that, people. That's from an M. Night Shyamalan movie. So we've seen it before. You take, you take, you take, uh, uh, what was the movie with the last movie? I forgot. The movie, uh, the last Wolverine movie. Logan. Logan the daughter he had it was two different actors the now the, the the daughter that that was with him all the time like the actual actors that played her phenomenal child actor phenomenal child actor now the, now the child now the actor who did it all of the stunts is two different people they could have did that with avatar give me two different actors give me somebody who can actually portray ang have the childlike joy of ang and granted they didn't write ang well neither it was a bad fucking movie To be fair, the actors who play soccer guitar aren't any better. It's almost like M.L. Shy- it's almost like M. Night Shyamalan Hulu never watched the series. He couldn't know basic things like pronounce the character's name right. Ang is how, it's how they pronounce ang in a movie. Soka is how it's how it's how they pronounce soccer. General Iroh. It's supposed to be General Iroh. Uncle. Iroh. Many a names, they just fuck up. The name of it. The Avatar, they call it Avatar. Avatar. Like, what's this... What's this... What's this overall pronunciation? And, my Shyamalan says he only did the movie because his daughter wanted to play... Because his daughter wanted to be uh, Katara for Halloween. Now, those last two things I just told you... The... The name pronunciation and his the fact that his daughter wanted to play, his daughter wanted to be a uh, guitar for Halloween. Those two things go together, right? He said that he he says that he changed the names of certain things because because he wanted to make it more true to Western culture, right? That was which is cool. Ang, Ang, okay, that sounds a little bit more Western. Soka, a little bit more Western. I give you that. I gave it to you but if that's your argument why make the actress who plays katara not a brown person not a person of asian descent but a white person so you wanted to be true to the pronunciation but not true in actual character so your daughter your daughter wants to look like Kat- katara but she can never look like katara because I'm not I don't know what uh nationality or race or ethnicity uh the mother of his child, his wife, his girlfriend, whatever is the, the mother of um uh M. Night uh wife, wife is I don't I don't know what I don't know what her nationality is, but M. Lai Shamalan he is a brown person. So his daughter is brown. His daughter can never see herself in Katara. She's a white woman playing that character. She can never see herself. He destroys lore. Earthbenders and waterbenders need those two elements to be there to bend them. They cannot bend earth and water out of nothing. It is impossible. They just can't. That's not how it works. Hold on. I just said hold on, uh, because my phone's about to die, so I had to turn off the low battery thing. But the earth and what earth and water benders—they need earth and water to be present to bend. Air and fire benders can pour air out of anywhere. That's what made them their characters. That's why the that's why the air benders died. They died number one because. They knew the next avatar was going to be airbender based off the cycle and number two because Fire can't exist in air in, a, in an air vacuum. It can't exist in the air vacuum So they knew that that was gonna be their biggest competition The firebenders are so dominant and so strong because they can pull fire from anywhere If you take water from a waterbender, they, can, they are useless. You take earth from an earthbender. They are useless A firebender can pour fire fire from anywhere but M Night Shamalama what what. He decided to make firebenders only be able to use fire. When there's fire already present. He's destroying lore. Of something that has perfectly good lore. For no reason does he need to do that. But he did it. But he, he did it. He did it. And, and it. And it makes me. It makes me mad. Because. It's, it makes me really upset because we really could have possibly had the next great big movie franchise. We could have. It could have been the next Lord of the Rings. It could have been the next Harry Potter. It could have been the next Twilight. It could have been the next Hunger Games. It could have been the next great movie franchise. But because the first one fucked up, we never got to see a second one. Never got to see it. And i know the words re- reboot and remake scare people because it's like yo if it didn't work the first time why would we try again but this franchise desperately needs it every five years we get a new batman because people care about property every five years we get a new spider-man because people care about the property why not avatar hollywood could easily stretch this into six movies you got the 3 books of the original avatar series, avatar the and bender And then you got the 3 books of uh what the fuck is that bitch name? Korra. That's easily 6 movies. And, and 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 the creators of this has has made comic books. There is a bunch of lore to pull from. And the world it's interesting. We Netflix has just proved that people want more about the world. Adults, like I said, at this big-ass age are watching this show and binge-watching and making memes about it. That doesn't happen with everything. Netflix put out a lot of bullshit. Nobody watches. But people wanted to watch this. All this property needs is a director who actually cares about it. Someone who who wants to make this movie because they love it, not because their daughter told them to. With a new resurgence of new fans and people caring about characters, I think now more than ever would be the time to do it. Let's get it started. Let's start hashtag bring back the Avatar last editor. Now not now. When I wrote this script, I was going to make like a, a, fucking, a fucking petition, get people to sign it, and maybe we can get it to fucking, uh, I think, I, I don't know who owns Nick, but whoever owns Nick. Get it to them. Maybe they'd be like, oh, maybe we should make it. But with the new current world events, I don't think it will be appropriate for me to start that. Where there's more pressing things at hand. But what I want to move on to next. I probably should have put after the first discussion. But I wanted to get that avatar to last Amber this shit Because this has more jokes in it. Let me tell you how the Twitter rules are stupid. I'm going to just tell you, the Twitter rules are fucking stupid, they're dumb, they make no sense. As someone who has an account, who has been, who who has an account that has been deleted, Twitter rules make no sense. Twitter is very inconsistent with who they decide tweets are uh, inappropriate, who who tweets they decide are offensive. Twitter is very inconsistent about who accounts they decide to take away, who who tweets they decided to delete. My OG Twitter account was taken away. My original Twitter account was taken away because I told a white person that their opinion did not matter when it came to black issues. And I told them this because they had the wrong opinion when it came to black issues. So I told them, okay, shut up. You don't matter. Your opinion does not matter. And that person decided to report my tweets because I did have a, a bunch of tweets where I said flagrant words. And they went through my timeline, Then all those tweets, reported to Twitter, and I lost my account. I am banned from Twitter. I need you guys to understand this. I am banned from Twitter. I am not allowed to make a Twitter account with my phone number. Every I have several Twitter accounts now. None of the Twitter accounts I have are registered with my actual phone number. Every time I try to make a Twitter with my phone, with my phone number, because trust, trust me, I tried to make a Twitter account with my phone number. Every time I try, the accounts gets deleted immediately, immediately, and every time it says, for violating Twitter rules, I am, this, this is a new account, I haven't even said anything on it, but my number is connected to that first account, and I violated Twitter rules, on that first one, so now it's out of here. Where, now, were my tweets offensive? Maybe yes. I will concede that I had some offensive tweets to some people. But, like I said on this podcast, I label myself as a comedian. So, so everything I said was in the name of a good joke. You know who doesn't label, label himself as a comedian? Donald Trump. Donald Trump does not label himself as a comedian. He's a, pol- he's a politician in quotation marks. But he's so fucking funny on Twitter. Sometimes he's so fucking funny and sometimes he's so stupid. Like, he is a politician with immense power. But this man is allowed to tweet things like, when the looting starts, the shooting starts in regards to the Gregory Floor protests. And people just like, let it ride. Twitter 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 allow him to keep keep his account and keep the tweets up because they said this is exactly what the this is exactly what Twitter put on top of the tweet I'm gonna read it to you verbally because I copy pasted it. it said this tweet violated the Twitter rules about glorifying violence however Twitter has determined that it may be in the public's interest for the tweet to remain accessible Twitter I want to ask the Twitter people have you heard of screenshots? Just a quick question. Have you heard of them? Regardless of you deleted the account or not. Regardless, if you kept the account up there, you did or or you deleted the that tweet is screenshot in people's phone. It's gonna live on the internet forever. Now, when I brought it up to one of my homeboys, he said, Nah, but like people won't believe it. People who know, people who aren't on Twitter won't believe he actually tweeted that. They would just say, Oh, you photoshopped that, you made that. Cool. That's that, that is a possibility. So maybe that's why. But can we talk about how fucking funny this nigga Trump is on Twitter for a second before I get into how stupid the rules are? This nigga Trump. Think him, he thunk himself in the middle of a tweet. Nigga was talking about having a National Guard sent in. And in the middle of a tweet, he said, Thank you, President Trump, to himself. This nigga Trump literally would just tweet words with no context. Nigga be like, China. Fake news! Like, out of nowhere! Like, this nigga, this nigga between China, like, it's an ad lib. China! Niggas, though, fake news, are like, it's an ad- Fake news! Just out of nowhere! Where did that come from? I don't know! <laughs> it's becoming out of nowhere! But it's so fucking inconsistent! Like, my brethren on Twitter, all of us are on, are on our second and third accounts. And all of us have said, Way less hurtful shit. Way less harmful shit than Trump is citing, citing people to go shoot looters. <laughs> but none of us get our accounts back. None of us got to keep our accounts. So in response to that, I, my my OG Twitter account, which is Dom Sharp XL, it doesn't exist no more. So if you type it into Twitter, uh, it won't pop up. My OG Twitter account at name was at Dom Sharp XL i went to twitter and i requested them i told them that i i requested i told them it's it's a feature it's feature where if they delete your account you can say like do you feel like your account was wrongly wrongfully took it from you and i said yes it was wrongly wrong wrongfully took it from me and what i told them was if donald trump is allowed to keep his tweet keep keep his account after he tweeted when a looting starts the shooting starts I should be allowed to have my account back because I didn't say anything as harmful as he did. Now, this was this happened, I wrote this on, what, Friday, I believe? Maybe Saturday? So, it's Sunday now I'm recording this. So, they won't get back to me probably like Tuesday. So, next week's podcast, I will be able to give you an update whether what they tell me or not. But, I, I'm, I'm not going to get my account back. That, but, the point of this is to show you, they're hypocrites. But mind you, Donald Trump is trying to get rid of Twitter. Because they keep fat-checking him. He's like, nah, bro, I'm getting you out the fucking paint. So. Yeah, guys, I, I think that's, that's all my notes. A, t- a, t- a, t- a solid 40 minutes. Real compact 40 minutes for you. Um, I want to say RIP to Greg Floyd. And I want to uh, send prayers to his family. I have donated to every fucking... GoFundMe, I seen so far for that 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 has Greg Lloyd attached to it. I've donated money to it. So I've done my part. I have also put money into every bail fund for all the looters and rioters and protesters because freedom niggas they ain't do nothing wrong. Also, let's get that Avatar movie made because I need that shit. Go- Listen, if you haven't, if you are, if you've never watched the Avatar Last Ambiter, I'm gonna give you homework. Watch the watch the original series, the the animated series. It is on Netflix. Type in Avatar: The Last Airbender. It'll pop up. Watch all three seasons of that, three or four seasons. Watch I think it's three. Watch all three seasons of that shit on Netflix. Watch every episode, and then I want you to go watch the movie that's on Netflix, and tell me that M Night Shyamalan what what didn't fuck that movie up. But um, yeah, guys, um, I'm really excited for the new platform the the new uh the way i'm organizing this podcast i'm really i really like it um it takes i actually put more work into the podcast now like before like i would see topics on twitter and i would like come up with thoughts i would just write them down i would just write the headline down and i would have thoughts but wouldn't write them down but now i'm actually taking time to write the thoughts down so i'm putting more time and effort into the podcast hopefully my my time and effort will be reflected you guys enjoying the content more you guys sharing it more you guys sharing it to your friends um like i said my roadcaster pro is still down so there's no music i can play to you it is some music i want to play here's the thing i also want to do i know that i only usually only do music when i have my homies on or something like that but i want to do that when i'm alone too because i've been listening to like a lot of new music a lot of new music and i want to do that Speaking of new music, I heard the Little Yadi album. I got a take on that, but I'm gonna say that for next week, I can actually actually write a script on that. So next week, expect me to come on here and talk about the Little Yadi album a little bit, cause I got I got I got some shit to say about that. But yeah, um, I appreciate all of you. I love all of you. This has been an episode of the listen to, listen to the Russian podcast, the Homopotty Mouse. the Fast Gone podcast, and here's to your podcast. Do not Google that. That is a fact. though. who you gonna believe me or Google nigga? I have been your host, Dom Sharp. There's two things in this world that every human has opinions and assholes. I so happen to be an asshole with an opinion. I thank all you for listening. Have a good night. Stay safe out there, looters. Also, if you got a size 13 pair of. Uh, Bo Jackson sneakers, if you got a size of those, or maybe a size like 13 pair of Air Maxes, hit my DM up. Like, hit my DM. Follow me on Twitter, uh, Uncle UncleDomXL, DM me, or Instagram, DomSropXL. Get at me, because I'm trying to buy. But good night, guys. Well, thank you for listening to that whole podcast. You are appreciated. You are a gem. And I love you. And if you made it through that whole podcast, do me one more favor. Well, actually, three more favors. Go over to my Instagram page at listen to this while you shit. Give us a follow. Go over to our Twitter page, listen and shit. Give us a follow. And if you had the time let's over, if you only if you had the time. Go over to our Apple Podcast page and leave us a rating review. Tell us why you like the podcast or why you hate the podcast. Either way, I want to know. Give us a one star or five star. You let us know and tell me why so I can improve based off your review and I can get better. Only way I'm ever going to get better if you tell me why I suck. So thanks for listening.